Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at a Chuckery show, hanging out in the Kia studios on this Wednesday night with you. 404-726-0929 is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Well, it's going to get cranked up on ABC Saturday at noon. Georgia Tech will head into Death Valley. They will take on the Clemson Tigers, who had that big win over the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. But obviously, Tech, winners of two in a row over UNC a couple weeks ago. And last week, they just ran all over Virginia. Let's uh, head out to the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our buddy Chad Bishop. He, of course, is a Georgia Tech beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work, and he is on Twitter, at Mr. Chad Bishop. Chad, as always, buddy, appreciate uh, a few minutes on the show. Feels good to be talking about back-to-back wins for this program. Yeah, it does. It also feels good to talk about it in this nice summer weather we're enjoying. But uh, <laughs> no, man, it's uh, it, it's it's wild. I think the last time we spoke was uh, what going into that UNC game and Tech is sitting there at uh, you know three and four with a losing record, and you're thinking you know they got a scrap and claw just to get to a bowl game, and and two weeks later they're five and four and still you know have sort of a outside prayer of a shot to maybe make that ACC title game. Um, and they've been playing some pretty good football, so it's been exciting to see. You know, it is interesting because it, it is a dichotomy in some ways, though, Chad. They're second in the ACC in yards per game, second or sorry, third in the uh, ACC in scoring, but they give up the most yards, you know, per game. And you know, when we talk about this Clemson team, I, I know the the first inclination is to go Georgia Tech's offense versus Clemson's defense. But I will tell you, Clemson hasn't had 400 yards in a game since that Florida State game. This really feels like Tech has to find a way to limit their plays and, and not give up these big chunk plays, you know, come Saturday with, you know, a guy like Cade Klubnik who's kind of had a mediocre season in some ways. This really does feel like Georgia Tech needs to find some defense and limit this offense of Clemson. And really, that's what they've been doing uh, during this mini winning streak because you're right. I mean, Georgia Tech's defense is what it is. I mean, they're they're not the best defense in the league. They're not the most talented defense in the league. And I thought they might be a little bit better than they have been coming into the season. But what I will say for those kids is is they have made plays when they've needed to. You go back to that North Carolina game. I mean, Drake May was picking them apart. And then right there at the end of that fourth quarter, they stepped up and, and made a big hit and caused a fumble and got a turnover. 
And the same thing, you know, last week at Virginia, three more takeaways. Um, you know, they had five takeaways against Wake Forest. They had five takeaways against Miami in the win. When they, 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 they do give up a lot of yards. They give up a few points. But it seems like they have a knack for, you know, sort of stepping up when the time is right to make that play. And, yeah, this Clemson offense, you know, probably not the best that they've had in a long time. But they're still Clemson. And they still got some really dangerous weapons at running back and a good quarterback. And, you know, they're going to have good guys on the outside catching passes. So for, for Georgia Tech, again, it's just play for 60 minutes, hang in there, see if it's a close game, see if you can't get a turnover and make a play here and there. Because, I, you know, I'd be shocked if they shut Clemson down. I'd be shocked, honestly, if they shut anybody down outside of, you know, Virginia and, and South Carolina State like they've done. So they've got to just, again, just hang in there and see if they can make some plays in the second half in the fourth quarter. You know, one of the things we've talked a lot about Haynes King, obviously, and, and how good that he has been this year and, and given some stability to that quarterback position. But, you know, Tech is still second in the conference in rushing yards per game. They they still run for over 200 yards, 204.1 um, yards per game. You know, how how good has their running backs been? How much has been the offensive line? Talk to me a little bit about breaking down the running game of Georgia Tech. I, I looked at today and, and almost, um, you know, had my computer fall off the table. The 14th in the country and rushing all of mm-hmm. a sudden. I mean, this is a team that, you know, we just kind of see and perceive as being just a pass-happy, throw-it-all-over-the-yard team. And a lot of that narrative stemmed from, you know, the early part of the season and some of the numbers they were putting up. But you're right. I mean, they have just run the ball very, very well and, and really just uh, crushed Virginia in the run game last week. And then the fourth quarter of the week before against North Carolina, I think that offensive line is a veteran group. They've battled through some nicks and bruises, but they're, they're all kind of back now and playing together. They're doing a good job of rotating guys in and out. They're playing about seven guys. Uh, and offensive line coach Jeep Wade, I think, has done a really good job of coaching them up. Uh, Jordan Williams, uh, one of the right tackles, said today, you know, their big M.O. is is go 100 miles per hour. And if they make a mistake, so be it. They'll try to correct it the next week in film. But don't, you know, don't be hesitant. Get out there and, and, and play really fast and, um, you know, play really hard and, and see what happens. And that's what they've been doing. And when you got three running backs like Dante Smith, Trey Cooley, and Jamal Haynes, who all have been running very well, and then you throw Haynes King in there, who's also been running exceptionally well, which I don't think a lot of us expected coming into this year. Uh, they've really created a, a really, really stout running game uh, that all, has also been fun to watch these past couple of weeks. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about Jamal Haynes. I mean, he's, I think, fifth in the conference right now with uh, 664 yards. You know, we're used to having guys that can run the, you know, individual guys that can run the football, you know, for tech. But Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. How does he compare? I mean, you know, like what, what are some of his strengths that Jamal Haynes brings to this running game? You know, I think first of all, you have to go back to August. And, and that young man was a wide receiver as, as early as, you know, the middle of August, the start of fall camp. Uh, and, and Georgia Tech, to their credit, looked up and said, look, we, we got a lot of wide receivers this year, and I don't know how many touches you're going to get in the passing game. And he was a kid in high school out of Grayson High School who played a little running back, played wide receiver, played some quarterback, one of these you know, all, uber-talented athletes coming out of high school. And so he said, yeah, I'll play some running back. And, man, it's just been uh, – it's fit like a glove because he's not the biggest kid in the world in terms of height, but he's very strong, not afraid to run between the tackles, really seems to understand the offense. Early in the year, he was catching the ball out of the backfield, which was a big plus. He hasn't done that a ton lately. Uh, but I think the, the thing that impresses me most with that young man is it seems – he has sort of that next level desire to win. And I'm not trying to sound too cliche with that, but, you know, talking to him after the game or, or during the week and media availabilities, he's not really concerned with, with all the stats and, and, and all the glitz and the glamour. Uh, he's just out there. Hey, yeah, I'll play running back. I'll play wide receiver. Give me the ball 10 times. Give it to me 30 times. Doesn't matter. Just trying to help the team win really is sort of that, you know, prototypical team first sort of guy. And I think that's been huge for this offense too. Chad Bishop, the Georgia Tech beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, joining me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. You know, I, I know, Chad, you and I specifically have talked about the pass rush, and we've kind of touched on it at, at multiple times throughout this season. You know, Kyle Kennard has done a really nice job of getting to the quarterback, but the problem is he's got six sacks. The entire rest of the team only has ten combined out there. You know, again, um, Clemson's a team that – you want to get pressure on their quarterbacks. They have had offensive line issues over the last couple few years. That's been one of the real bugaboos. Can this team find somebody to go along with Kennard to try to put pressure on Cade Klubnik? I don't know. I don't know if they can. And, and honestly, I don't, I'm not going to say they don't need to, but you know, they've sort of gotten away with not being able to do it through nine games this season. And I think, you know, I think, again, to Georgia Tech's credit, they maybe understand who they are and understand maybe some of their weaknesses. I just don't know if they have the pass-rushing horses this season. And Kyle Kennard, like he said, has been good. Uh, Eddie Kelly had a fantastic game, another defensive end at, at Virginia. He had a real anomaly. This team just does not uh, make their M.O. getting out to the quarterback. And like I said, I mean, uh, the five wins, and they've held their own and, and made some plays late. That just hasn't been – their their situation. I mean, Drake may pick them apart. Um, they've had some other quarterbacks at Louisville game. You know, that offense sort of picked them apart a little bit because of the lack of pass rush. Um, yet, hey, let's let's see if our secondary can make a few plays. Let's see if our linebackers can make a few plays. Let's see if we can get some interceptions. And so, I, I don't know. I don't I don't see them coming into Saturday's game and all of a sudden popping up for a ton of sacks. They had a, they had a ton in the Wake Forest game, but if you look at the season as a whole. Again, that that was sort of a one one off game where they had a bunch of sacks. So I I just think that's the defense they are, and they're not going to be able to get after the quarterback, and they got to find ways to to stop the other team differently. What did you make? Um, let Let's go outside a little bit. You know what What did you make of 
Did you hear some of the comments from uh, Dabo Sweeney about, you know, when after the game about, you know, hey, if we're a stock, you know, this is this is the stock that you want to buy all in on and things like that. You know, it's never it's never a good time to go to Death Valley to play Clemson. But, you know, the way Tech's offense is rolling right now and, you know, again, I, I know they had a big win over Notre Dame, but I don't know. I mean, this feels like maybe as good a time if you're going to catch Clemson at home. Like I said, I don't know that there's ever a good time, but this feels maybe like it's as good of a time to try to catch Clemson and maybe try to get them maybe feeling a little bit good about themselves after a big win like that and maybe hoping for a letdown. Yeah, maybe. I think I maybe <laughs> would have agreed with you, you know, if they would have lost that Notre Dame and been four and five and uh, more heat and more pressure would have come on, on Dabo Swinney and company. I don't know. The, the way they beat Notre Dame and, and sort of the confidence level that they seem to be emitting right now out of Clemson, um, you know, I, I would imagine inside that locker room, right, it's like the world, no, poor little. So to me, that's going to make things even uh, even more challenging for, for Georgia Tech. Now, on paper and on film, yeah, th- this is a Clemson team that is beatable. I mean, we've seen that year, you know, week in and week out this season. If Georgia Tech is going to break this losing streak, this team is definitely right for the one to do it, uh, given how Georgia Tech's played, given the season that Clemson has. And, and let's be honest, Clemson is, is, is definitely not one of the elite teams in the ACC this year, but they still have elite playmakers. They still have an outstanding defense. It's a noon kickoff, which Georgia Tech has not been incredibly great at this year. Um, that, that place will be rocking. That place will be crazy. And, and I just sort of worry for Georgia Tech's sake if they get down in a hole, you know, let's say 7 nothing, 10 nothing early, how difficult it might be for them to come back. So I'll be curious to see how they sort of handle that, handle the pressure, and then on the flip side, sort of see where the mentality is from Clemson. So let's say they get down 14 nothing and say, you know, here we go again, nothing has really changed. So it'll be, it's just going to be a fascinating game to watch for 60 minutes. Chad Bishop, he is the Georgia Tech beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work. Follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Mr. Chad Bishop, and he joined me here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Chad, as always, my friend, appreciate a few minutes on the show. And listen, it's never easy up there, but, you know, again, let's let's see if this offense can get cranked up uh, against what's still a pretty good defense uh, out of Clemson. Maybe not what they've been in years past, but – Still a pretty good defense, and let's see if we can find a way to go up there and get a win. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to see what the Yellow Jackets have in store for us. You got it. We'll talk to you here soon. So thanks as always. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.